for my ally is the Force. And a powerful ally it is. Life creates it. Makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us and binds us. Luminous beings shall be not this crude matter. You must feel the force around you. You, between you, me, the tree, rock, everywhere. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. You don't know the power of the dark side. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. Welcome to episode 10 of Blue Harvest, a Star Wars podcast. I'm your host, Hals Burkhart. And I'm your host, Will Witten. Episode 10. We made it 10 episodes 10 in. 10 episodes. We've didn't been doing good, buddy. We haven't missed a week yet. Well, we had that sort of technical fuck up where we sort of missed a week, but still. I'm, I'm glad that we've been staying consistent. That was the one thing I really wanted. You know why we do it so often? Because we like it. Because we enjoy it. Yep. Yep. No, oh, it's just an excuse to talk about Star Wars. Fuck yeah. So... Uh, before we get into the Star Wars stuff this week, I want to plug our stuff real quick. If you want to follow us, you can on Facebook at facebook.com slash blueharvestpodcast, on Twitter at blueharvestpod, and you can email us at blueharvestpodcast at gmail.com. So far we've had some really great fans mail us and had some really great conversations and questions. Yep. None I this really week. enjoy I'm, those. None I, this week. But. I forgot to check my email or the email for our podcast before... Um, we got into the show so i'll do that on our first break just to make sure uh secondly we have a little uh business to take care of for another podcast um so there's a really cool contest going on right now where you can win a copy of the teaser poster for the force awakens i don't know if you've seen it it's nothing super graphic or anything it's just a star field it says Star Wars The Force Awakens coming in December. Okay. But it's still a little pe- cool piece of, you know, memorabilia to have. But anyway, uh, the podcast that's running this con- uh, contest is called the Expanded Fandomverse Podcast. And basically, they're a podcast that they just, every episode, interview a Star Wars fan that has something cool going on. Or, you know, they never talk to anybody that works with Lucasfilm or anything like that. It's totally devoted to fans. Um, That's really neat. And they talk about, you know, or talk with people that do, you know, cool Star Wars projects or something creative creative having to do with Star Wars. But anyway, if you want to enter the contest, all you have to do is on Facebook or on Twitter, uh, you just have to use the hashtag fandomverse. That's F-A-N. D-O-M-V-E-R-S-E. Hashtag. Put the hashtag up front. People know how hashtags work now. 
right? Hashtag <laughs> fandomverse. Fandom and that'll enter, you'll be entered into the random drawing and you could win yourself a fucking cool ass poster. So if you're interested in that, you should definitely do that. Hit them up on their Facebook or, um, you know, wherever you get a hold of them and uh, let them know we sent you. I got to say, we got into a, uh, a group on Facebook for Star Wars podcast and podcasters. And the dudes there are really cool. Like, it's a nice little place to promote the new episodes and stuff, which is nice to have because I'm not really good at promoting the show. I, You know, I was thinking about going on Star Wars message boards and shit like that or Star Wars Reddit threads and promoting the podcast. But there's so many dicks on those a things, lot of haters. man. Like, what is it in people? Is it just being an internet tough guy where, like, you're about, the, it's the anonymity. An, 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 it's exactly right. The concept of the anonymity of the internet. Anonymity. You don't have to be up in someone's face to say something so, or have an and opinion. Just say the nastiest, You're safe as hell. foulest shit you could say. Like, and that's it. That's you would take out all your aggression and all your, your bad mojo on somebody just to feel better about yourself. You would think that you would go into a Star Wars message board or a Reddit thread and if you're a Star Wars fan, you'd just be like, oh, you're a Star Wars fan? I'm a Star Wars fan. Let's be friends. Yeah. But no, man, you go in. people go into those things to just hate on each other. Let me, let me, get, let me get your opinion on something just for a minute. Uh, yeah. If huh, you didn't say Han Trap first, we can't be friends. Like, exactly. Like, no, dude. It's not like that. That's the thing. Like, I don't like every single thing about Star Wars. Like, there's some books that I wasn't a fan of. And everyone's going to have a different opinion exactly. and, like, different aspects of it. And that's fine. Like, just let people have their opinion. Just because it doesn't exactly mess w- mesh with yours doesn't mean you have to be a fucking tool to them. Live and let live. But I, I don't know. Maybe I need to get over that stuff You're if I'm going right. to try to grow our audience. But in that spirit, if you are one of those people, welcome anyway. I hope you're still listening. And uh, yeah, check us out. Don't, don't be, be such a hater. A dick. Just don't be a hater. You'd be so much happier if you just weren't such a dick true that too many people want to be dicks mom haven't you always said that the problem with this world is that not enough people help each other <laughs> it's a little phantom menace for your ass bombs dropping bombs <laughs> knowledge bombs so yeah like i said if you guys want to check out that podcast uh, they're the expanded fandom verse podcast and hashtag fandom verse to enter the contest so not a huge news week for star wars there was some pretty cool stuff uh i have been playing star wars uprising i uh how is that it's cool uh i went through some shenanigans to get it because it's not out in the u.s right now it's out in new zealand right and uh i don't know if i should exactly say how i got (laughs) went about it but let's just say i'm playing it and it's pretty cool i had a uh, you know, Patrick that sent us the messages on Twitter, he actually gave me some technical advice on how to get get my grubby mitts on oh, it. Oh, that's great. <clears throat> it's uh, it's exactly as advertised. It's Star Wars Diablo. Um, I haven't tried any of the multiplayer out. Because What's your initial feeling? Good. I bad. like it. The, my initial feeling is that it's really good, but I'm not going to sink you know, hundreds of hours into it because it's a mobile game. A mobile game. game, yeah. And it's maybe if I could connect a controller to my phone and play it that way, I would be more interested in it. I just don't... Touch controls are not my thing. Like, yeah. you know, tap here to shoot this enemy, tap here to move here, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, there is one little cheesy thing about it. Apparently, the, the Hut crime lord in this is named 
something. I can't remember it exactly, but I'm pretty sure because they say it in the opening crawl of the game. I think his name is Happy Dap. Uh uh-uh. uh. I think so. I don't. I may be wrong about that. I tried to go back and watch the crawl again, but I couldn't figure out how to restart the game. But yeah, it, Happy Dap the ha- Hut. Happy Dap the Hut. Like that's one of those things where you think you should have just put a little more time into that. And so you want to just slap somebody like really? Happy Dap. Really? Happy Dap the Hut. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it. Like uh, you start off with a character creator, and you can create um, a human. A Zabrak or a Twi'lek, a Twi'lek, Twi'lek, and uh, you know, make him a lady or a man. There's limited character c- customization options. Like, there's a few different heads, a few different, you know, facial features. Still, what is up with the lack of decent beards in games? Like, I want my dude to look kind of like me, but you know, and you would badass. think, you know, video game programmers our age would be all about the would be make, rocking beards, like. My dude in Star Wars Uprising just has, like, a light dusting of hair. Like, he hasn't shaved for three days. No, I want, like, a a beard. Like, I want my character to look like he just came inside from chopping down some fucking... Give me the Wookiee beard. You know what I'm saying? Like, but no. I mean, you know, we talked about Destiny a couple weeks back. Not a single goddamn beard option in that game. Is there not? No. You can't have a beard. No. It'd be cool if the droid race had a beard, right? That'd be cool, like a metal beard <laughs> like a, like with spiky spikes beard. and shit, or if it was like wire, like little, like little LED lights on the end and shit. Cool. I'm surprised they didn't put that shit out as DLC. Five bucks for a damn beard DLC or some shit. A little mini Pharaoh beard. <laughs> but other than that, I haven't played a ton. I maybe played 20 minutes last night, and then I've just been too busy to play today. <laughs> but. It's it's cool. It's set after Return of the Jedi, but so far I haven't seen anything that, you know, is of any significance story-wise. You're in the Anoit system, or Anoit system, it's A-N-O-A-T, and they've walled themselves off from the rest of the galaxy, and they're still, and they're pretending like uh, Emperor Palpatine is still alive. Like, the, the moth that runs that system is putting people to death that try to spread the word that Palpatine is still alive. Now, maybe <clears throat> when I get further into the game, there'll be some more significant story things. But for right now, it's just a neat little fun game to play. But like I said, I haven't tried out the multiplayer yet because I don't know anybody else playing it. And I'm not just going to go buddy up with some weirdos that I don't know. I wouldn't either. You know me. I really like to play with people that I really know. Yeah, man. Like, I mean, it's not like I'm a snob. I won't play with randos. But no, I mean, I'm not trying to be a dick about it. But like, I'm just awkward. Like when we play in a group, and then that one person jumps in in the group on Xbox that that I don't know, I shut up. I stop talking. Before then, if it's just a group of, of all of us and we're all friends and know each other, I'll be cutting wise and cracking jokes and shit. As soon as that one person I don't know, whoop whoop, pops in the group, I shut the fuck up. I don't talk. <clears throat> it's just, um, I don't know, man. I'm awkward. That's not awkward. Always have been. So a little piece of information came out this week that's pretty cool. So you know September 4th is Star Wars Christmas, a.k.a. Force Friday. It's when all the new Force Awakens stuff comes out. Right. And this could lead us to a little speculation that will probably be way off, but still. So uh, I don't know if you've seen these, but right now Hasbro is doing these things that are called um, mission packs. So, like, 
they're currently they're sort of running with rebels themed ones, but it's a two figure pack, and you'll get like a Hera and a stormtrooper, or a Sabine and a stormtrooper, or you know something like a Zeb and an Agent Kalis or whatever. Well, apparently they're going to be continuing those with the Force Awakens products, and. We don't know exact figures or anything. It's really weird to me that we're like 40-something days away from all this stuff coming out, and we still don't really know what's coming out. Besides the fact we know that giant TIE fighter's coming out. We know uh, a couple of Lego sets leaked online this week, one of which was a Millennium Falcon, and it comes with, you know, it's the it's the Lego Millennium Falcon with a square radar dish. Yeah. You know, whatever. Still cool. But it comes with some characters that we haven't been introduced to yet. That's kind of cool. I don't know if they're anybody main or anything like that. They look kind of just like pirates or scavengers or some shit. Interesting. They also came with or leaked out pictures of Poe Dameron's X-Wing. Although in the Force for Change video and in the trailers, um, it's a blue and white X-Wing. You know. This one is like black and orange or black and red. It's like, it's really cool looking. I'll try to find a picture of it for it for you here in a second. And All right. Get your thoughts on it. <clears throat> but they've announced that the Mission Series 2 packs that are coming for The Force Awakens are going to have something called Build a Weapon with them. So, it, you know, you see that with like, they used to do that with the Marvel Legends figures where you could build Apocalypse if you bought... All these figures, like one would come with a leg, another one would come with another leg, mm-hmm. and you put them all together, and you have a figure. Well, they're doing that, but it's called Build a Weapon. The three, or actually four, mission series sets that they've announced are Jungle Mission, Desert Mission, Space Mission, and Snow Mission. So to me, that sort of is telling us our environments. Mm-hmm. We were talking about that one time, how many environments we would see. Now, Desert, we knew. Space, Makes sense of Star Wars. Snow, we knew from some of the behind-the-scenes videos and the tra- trailer and stuff. Yeah. Jungle, we didn't know. Dagobah? I don't know. I mean, Dagobah I consider more swamp, right? I don't know, man. Like, to me, jungle. <laughs> I got <laughs> I the hiccups. Con- <laughs> I do consider it a swamp, but that many trees in close range, you I mean, would I think guess at you some could... point the planet would turn into jungle. Right, I mean, I guess so. Around um, the equator, I don't know. So, like... I, it's kind of hard to say. Like indoor, is that that's a forest planet? That's not a jungle planet, right? Or is that a jungle? Yavin, that's a jungle planet. What's the difference? What's the difference between a forest and a jungle? I think climate and type, type of, of trees, fauna, yeah. right? Well, I mean, it's either if we just look at stuff we've seen in the movies, Kashyyyk, the Wookiee homeworld, that's a jungle planet, wouldn't you say? It's a forest planet. Okay. Okay, then Endor is a forest planet. Yeah. Then Yavin would be a jungle planet. Yeah. Could it be Yavin? Could be Yavin. I mean, that would be kind of cool. I mean, we've only seen Yavin that one time in um, A New Hope. I mean, obviously, they had to get the fuck out of there after the Empire finds out that's where their secret base is and stuff. Yeah. Snow, I don't think they're going to go back to Hoth. It would seem a little cheesy if they just keep... Going back, like Hoth is one of those worlds. It's cool because it's in Empire Strikes Back, but but that's why it was there because nobody would look there, right? Like, what's the? Use it wouldn't of going be back? a major scene, right? I and, don't know unless 
that put Hoth on the map. I mean, it could be, it, but you got to think about it. I'm pretty sure the first order base, the Star Killer base, is on the snow planet. And I'm only saying that because that one shot in the second teaser where all the stormtroopers are lined up and stuff, that's on a snow planet. So that's why I say that. Would the first order be like, hey, you remember where the rebels had their base way back in the day? Let's go make our base there. Fuck those guys. I mean, if we already have a base set up, infrastructure's that much easier. I mean, but not I in the future world. I don't know. You know, I don't think. I, I think we're splitting hairs. If you're not going to go back to Tatooine, I know, but that's what this is that's for. That's what this is for. This right. is what this is for, man. If you're not going to go back to Tatooine, if you're going to do Jakku instead of Tatooine, then why do Hoth instead that, of some I mean, other that's place? That's true. You know, and it looked awfully mountainous. There's mountains beside that base and stuff, and when Hoth they're wasn't getting blown exactly. up and stuff, that's on like some set of ruins with some snow. That's. <clears throat> when they're getting blown up, what you talking about? There's a time where there's some stormtroopers on what looks like a sort of Highlander castle. Oh, no, to me, I was going to say that maybe that's the jungle planet. Oh. Because it looked more wooded and didn't necessarily look so I thought I just saw snow. snow. Maybe I didn't Maybe he's snow. dead. I can't remember. I can't. We should go back and look. I just, you know, it makes me wonder if we're going to see any planets I guarantee you'll see lots of planets that you hadn't seen before. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I mean, are we going to see planets that we have seen before? I see. Because I know a lot of people think it's a little cheesy that Anakin was born. Well, wasn't born, but was raised on Tatooine. And then, you know, the prequels were very Tatooine-centric. And then Tatooine's a big part of 4 and 6. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I don't think it's bad because that's the home of... Aiming Luke Skywalker's family, the Anakin right. Skywalker, like what happened to Shmi, like the Skywalkers. Mm-hmm. I wonder where Anakin was born, because we know he wasn't born on Tatooine; that he came there when he was young. Right. I mean, it doesn't matter. No, it has no impact on story. It's just one of those little things that I like to to wonder about. Right. But yeah, the this mission series pack, I'm pretty stoked about. I'm trying to think of like. What the duos could be like, sand, could that be, or yeah, desert, could that be like Ray and Finn, Ray and BB-8? I'm sure that all of those. You know what I'm saying? Um, all three, oh, hold on. So this says the Mission Series 2 packs in Hasbro's The Force Awakens collection will re- include build-a-weapon pieces. Collectors that purchase all three sets in the jungle mission, desert mission, space mission, and snow mission waves, will be able to create larger weapons seen in the upcoming feature film. So that means there's th- the wording of that makes me think there's three jungle mission sets, three snow, three desert, three space. So that's a shit ton of characters. That's like six, twelve. 18 like 24 different characters yeah you gotta think there's probably gonna be some doubles in there you would think like i don't know 24 characters if, if you're doing the classic characters the new characters stormtrooper type pilot you know what i'm saying they could probably split it up that way <clears throat> um yeah it just makes me wonder like what we're gonna be seeing like it's awfully odd that like i said we're so close to all these toys and stuff coming out and we don't know what the hell is coming no idea i think that's you know that was their purpose this time around they really wanted to keep a lid on a lot of things i know but like as we've seen like with this lego stuff leaking toys a lot of times are how you find 
details of the movie out early. You know what I'm saying? Like trading cards used to be. Yeah, yeah. And like, like it's not because, like, of course you're going to be able, like when the toys come out, we're going to be able to figure some stuff out about the movie. Yeah. Just by, the, you know, maybe bio cards on the back or. What ships look like. In- you know, like stuff like that. But like, like I said, these Lego sets that leaked out, like, <clears throat> you know, you you can't stop that stuff. Once the stuff starts getting manufactured, people are going to take pictures of it. People are going to leak that shit online. For instance, it was, damn, it seems like maybe a year ago, if not longer, or may, maybe not as far back as a year ago, that um, some of the Force Awakens Black Series prototypes leaked out. And it was like Finn and uh, Ray and Kylo Ren and BB-8, like all their prototypes leaked out. So wow. you got to figure those are going to be part of the the stuff released in September. Uh, give me one second. I'm going to look up this. Yeah, check out. So here's a picture of Poe's X-wing, and it comes with um, Poe Dameron, BB-8, Resistance Ground Crew, and Resistance X-wing pilot. But look at that X-Wing. Oh, wow. That's cool, right? That's really cool. Like, I mean, I know a lot of, you know, like, oh, just paint it black and it looks more badass. But it kind of does, it right? Does. Like, um, It and needed a new feel. If anybody uh, wants to see uh, these pictures, they're easy to get a hold of. You can just type in Force Awakens Lego sets and, and they'll come up. Now, here's the Falcon. Like I said, it's a Lego Millennium Falcon. With the new radar dish. Now, what's interesting is look at the characters that come with it. You know, Han, Chewie, BB-8. But there's a couple of ones on there that we haven't heard anything about, right? Yeah, there is. <clears throat> Sorry. No, I got no, no. enthralled by looking at those characters. So, like, there's... um, oh, I can't even pronounce it. Kanju Club gang member. Tasu Leech. Those are the two new ones. Now... Um, a few months back, it was announced that these two Asian actors from the movie The Raid were cast in The Force Awakens. I don't know if you've seen The Raid movies. They're like sort of super intense action slash martial arts movies. Yeah. Um, what's cool about them is they're like, like they start and then they go until the end. You know what I mean? Like it's There's sort no of just rest. nonstop action. And let's say your hero character... Let's say in one fight he gets like a little nick on his shoulder that cuts his shirt and he's got like a cut there. He maintains that through the whole movie. Like they're real tight on the continuity and stuff. So let's say if he breaks a finger, like he will fight like he's got a broken. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, a lot of times in action movies, a character will get shot. And then like two scenes later, they've sort of shrugged that off and they're still fighting. Yeah. Like they, they're at 100%. Not in these movies. And that makes me wonder if maybe one of those guys is Tasu Leech. But it's, I mean, we could sit here and debate this shit all day and just debate in circles and not make any fucking progress. No. But Ray, yeah. F- Ray Finn, Han, Chewie. Two BB-8. new guys. BB-8. Two new guys. BB-8. Chewie... Looks a little weird, right? Like the front of his face is like, uh, you see what I mean? It's like it's supposed to be gray, I guess. Maybe, maybe it's supposed to signify that he's a little older. Although what we've seen of Chewie in the trailers and stuff, he doesn't look that much different. He really didn't look older. Um, like uh, they're also <clears throat> leaking um, minifigures. Like just the minifigures from these sets are starting to show up on eBay, and 
there's uh, these three weird ones. Well, not all three. One of them's Ray. But look at these other two guys. That's weird. I wonder if that guy in the middle is Snoke. It's possible. Right? I don't think so, though, because look how casually he's dressed. I mean, I don't... I, it's just the weird face and the, the hood. Yeah. But... And I also don't think that we're going to get Snoke merchandise in this first wave. So that's what makes me think it's not... It's just a... You may not even see him. There may be a hologram that you don't see. Oh, kind of like they did in the season finale of Rebels? Yeah. Like, I don't know. If you're going to have Andy Serkis do motion capture, you're going to see him. Like, maybe he's just a hologram in the movie, but you'll see that hologram with having Andy Serkis do... Andy Serkis' performance with the motion capture of the Planet of the Apes series Mm -hmm. has been incredible. Yeah, have you seen any of those? I have. I've seen both of them. The second one was so good. I mean, I I like the first one too, but that second one sort of stepped it up. It really did. Makes me excited to see the third one. It's cool, like, Planet of the Apes were never really my thing as a kid. Mine either. They would come on Sci-Fi Channel all the time, and I I would just flip right over them. I was like, oh, Planet of the Apes. I know everybody really loves that. I don't know why my dad loved it so much, but I get it now. Like, I get it. Like, I couldn't get into it back then. But, I mean, I think it's just... A product of the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, we had Star Wars. If we didn't have Star Wars, maybe Planet of the Apes would have been the shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, you know, the first couple of original ones aren't that hard to handle. You know, Planet of the Apes 1 and 2. I can't remember that. I know it's Planet of the Apes and then maybe Escape from Planet of the Apes or some shit like that. Right. Um, But as they go on, the production value, like, they basically have one ape mask that everybody wears. And it's just, it gets really bad towards the end. They were making them for super cheap towards the end there. I think there were like five or six in the original run. That Tim Burton Planet of the Apes, garbage with Marky Mark. I don't even remember it now. I know garbage. I've seen it, but it's it's been a long time. It's it's Marky Mark and fucking Helena Bonham It fits Bonham into Carter. the new continuity, though, doesn't it? No. No, it doesn't. No, the only ones, that that's sort of a, a reboot. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes and Rise of the Planet of the Apes or whatever. Yeah, you know, for that's that's a concept with those new Planet of the Apes that they could have made, like, on paper, doesn't sound that great. But when you see all these monkeys going fucking, no pun intended, ape shit, yeah. like that final battle in the first one where they're taking over the bridge and yeah. like the gorillas are taking down helicopters and shit, like, yeah. it's badass. And then in the second movie, you think... Oh, if they're going to be talking a lot in the second movie, that's where it's going to jump the shark. But it doesn't. It doesn't. They all use like the hands, uh, you know, sign language and stuff. They rarely speak. Yeah, and when they it's do, only it's, some of the original ones that speak. It's pretty effective when it they is. do. So yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm excited to see where that movie series goes. I feel it's, like if the series is going to keep going, they're going to have to speak normally, because like, in the yeah. old Planet of the Apes, they just talked like proper English gentlemen. And humans had devolved and had lost the ability to speak. Right. They were that slaves. That is true. Right. You, but, I mean, you can't say the ending of the original Planet of the Apes is not fucking impressive. That's a that's an M. Night Shyamalan level that's what I'm saying. fucking it twist was a good, when he the finds original the... Plan- now, I have seen the original Planet of the oh, Apes, yeah, me and too. it is a good movie. I've probably seen them all. My dad dug them, so we would... Like, if that shit came on sci-fi or TBS... You blew it all to hell. You bastards! I mean, that's a, that's a decent little twist for the end of a movie. You went and did it. Yeah. Um... I just remember as a kid not understanding it real well. 
And then my dad had to sit me down and go like, no, he was, I was like, so he was on earth the whole time. Yeah. But, oh, he went in the future. You know what I'm saying? Like it took me a second to process. Planet of the Apes tangent. Is that going to be where people are like, let's turn this shit off? No. (laughs) We'll get on right. We'll get right on to something else. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. So this is not exactly, I don't know what you call this. I don't know if you call this toy news or collectible news or what but there's okay so there's this company called hot toys that does extremely detailed like figures and they do a lot of properties you know they do some dc stuff marvel stuff and they're starting to do star wars stuff but it's one of those things where like a boba fett will set you back three or four hundred bucks for the boba fett figure but they're extremely detailed you know a top of the line collectibles right Right. Well, at San Diego Comic-Con, they announced a Millennium Falcon cockpit for their 1-6 scale um, Chewie and Han Solo, and it looked badass. It's like got LEDs in it and stuff, and it's just basically a little to- cockpit diorama that you can put your two figures in. Oh, wow. Well, this week, there's a convention of some sort going on in Asia, and they debuted a 1-6 scale Millennium Falcon. Full Millennium Falcon. Wow. How big is that? 18 feet wide by 12 feet long or some shit like that. Oh, wow. I'll show you a picture of it. It's literally now. That's a big Twinkie. They haven't said if it's actually going to go on sale to the public. Because, I mean, if it is, how expensive that is that thing going to be? In the thousands, for sure. I mean, it have to be. I mean, just... Shipping alone on that bitch. Now, you're going to have to assemble it, I'm sure. It's not going to come if they actually sell it to the public. But what's funny has been people's reactions, like, on Twitter and stuff since this got announced. Like, people talking about how they're going to have to build an addition onto their house so they can have their 1-6 scale Millennium Falcon. It'd be really cool if you were a super celebrity and you had, like, a big living room room. with a round couch in it. And it could be the centerpiece of the room with a round couch in it. I just... I mean, it, don't get me wrong. As much as I would like to have this, it's something I know I just won't ever have. Like, look at this thing. Oh, my goodness. That would take up my whole Star oh Wars Oh, my room. goodness. And, you know, the money you spend on that, the one little tiny thing fucks up on it or a cat jumps on it. Oh, oh man. The anger. <laughs> but, like, uh. so... So, look, you, for scale, that Vader and those Stormtroopers... Those are about 12 inches. Right. Look at the size of that thing compared to them. That's huge. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's uh, it's impressive. It's uh, one of those things, like I said, they haven't said that it's going to be featured or like, you know, offered to the public to buy. If it was, I can't see them because you got to think they have to price that to where they make money. Despite the fact that not everybody will or can order something that expensive or big. Right. So it's got to be astronomical. If it was $5,000, I wouldn't be surprised. That would make it up there. Because Sideshow does like life-size Boba Fett or life-size Han and Carbonite. And yeah. those are like six or $7,000. So it's not unheard of in the realm of like super high-end. Not You know what I'm saying? It's not... A two hundred, three hundred dollars statue. You're talking top of the line. I feel like only a celebrity could afford that. What fan could afford? <clears throat> well, you know, uh, to you, house 
Do you know who St- Steve Sansweet is? I don't. Okay, so Steve Sansweet um, used to be like a Wall Street Journal reporter or something like that. Okay. And he got into collecting Star Wars before the first movie even came out. And he has the world's biggest Star Wars collection. He runs a non uh, for nonprofit organization called Rancho Obi-Wan somewhere in Northern California. And it's basically just a Star Wars memorabilia and merchandise and collectibles museum. He worked for Lucasfilm for a while. I'm not sure exactly in what capacity, but for like 20 bucks, you can go up and visit this place. And it's a huge, this dude has some money. Like apparently working for the Wall Street Journal is a fucking lucrative ass job or wow. whatever. And you can literally just go in and tour this dude's whole collection. Anytime you see a Star Wars related event, a lot of times Steve Sansweet is going to be featured in it, if you know what I mean. Like, I watched uh, Plastic Galaxy. It was a documentary on just the old school Kenner Star Wars toys. Yeah. And he was one of the big guys they interviewed in it. Because, I I mean, he's just got everything. He's got a, a display that's the Star Wars Sergeant Pepper's display that was done for one of the um celebrations apparently he's got um a recreation of the hallway from the tant of four the rebel blockade runner apparently that's sort of the end of the tour as he pulls a cord these curtains separate and it's the fucking hallway from the beginning of a new hope oh wow he's got things like uh you know a land speeder or and then just weird like people make fan made stuff and send to him he's always got a huge presence at uh, the celebrations and stuff i actually have a book that he did that's just you know some of the weirder different one-off merchandise and stuff uh-huh. that he has he's an interesting guy if you if you don't know much about him i suggest you look him up and check i will him out. i definitely will so We'll take a break, and when we come back, uh, if we have, I'll check our email. If we have anything, we'll get to that. If not, I have something really cool to tell you about that's Star Wars related that I really wish that we could take part in, but it's only in England. Oh, so no. So we'll cover that when we get back. All right. Hey, buddy, what's going on? Hey, man. Dude, what's wrong? I don't know, man. I was listening to the fucking radio today. Stuff on there bumming you out? Yeah, man, it's just a bunch of bullshit people trying to wear the fanciest hats and bang on wash drums and blow into jugs it's it's lost it's heavy man it's got me down i know what you're talking about man i it's it's affecting my personal life yeah i'm impotent oh dude the world has made me impotent i've got something that'll fix you right up don't you even worry about it what are you talking about dude the new stoned cobra I don't know, man. I don't want to get hooked on some exotic street drug and end up sucking dick for nickels at no, five points. No, no. It's nothing like that, man. Nothing like that at all. Here, let me put it on for you. What are you talking about? It's a it's it's a band, Stone Cobra. It's the best thing in the oh. world. Dude, it's going to rock your that shit. That seems relevant. Let me just say. Okay. All right. Huh. Oh, yeah? Wait a second. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, now. I'm so hard. Oh, my God. Where's my lady? What? I'm shooting lightning 
High and Mighty, the album by Stone Cobra. Available now at stonecobra.bandcamp.com. Five bucks for the most badass shit you've ever heard. Check it. Watch out! Lightning Dick is not a typical result of listening to Stone Cobra. However, Stone Cobra cannot be held responsible for any property damage or personal injury caused by Lightning Dick. See a doctor if Lightning Dick persists for more than four days. Common side effects of listening to Stone Cobra may include spontaneous bleeding of the ears, eyes, and anus, headbangers, neck, high-five-related wrist injuries, excessive and majestic facial hair growth, erratic metal driving, and smoker's cough. And we are back. Here we're back. Took a little break. Will tormented me with some pictures of sharks. I'm fucking terrified of sharks. I, I mean, I'm scared. You're not scared, but like I respect their dominance in their water, and I'm not about to go where they're at. But I Look, find them fascinating. I know this doesn't make me sound like a tough guy, but whatever. Like sharks terrify me. Pretty much any large aquatic animal terrifies me. To me, uh, it's just, it's, it's. I don't know. Where it comes from, I think it comes from seeing Jaws when I was too young. But, like, sharks, giant squids, most whales. Like, I think whales are cool. I'd go whale watching. I ain't getting in the water with a whale. What I think is funny is the way that the movie Jaws can create that irrational fear that you're even scared to get in the deep end of the pool. Yeah. Where there's no way a shark could right? ever be in a swimming pool. Right. Oh, I mean... and. And I'm not joking. That was a fear of mine. Like, my parents had a pool when I was a kid, and I always, for some reason, and it wouldn't help that my dad would aggravate me and stuff when I'd be in the pool, and he'd be like, dun-dun. Yeah, dun, that's dun, not helping. But, dun, I mean, dun, 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 dun. that is evolutionarily sound. Like, there is, you know, there are reasons we fear things. This is a reason you fear thunder is because of lightning, you know. Like, I don't even like underwater segments and video games because they freak me out. Like, and that's... There's an evolutionary reason you fear when you can't touch the bottom. You don't know what's coming at you from that direction. Like, I don't know why all of a sudden sharks became a popular enemy in recent video games. It To me, with me, it started with uh, Far Cry 3. And I don't know if you've played a Far Cry game, but there's like a crafting element where you got to make better holsters and stuff so you can carry more weapons and ammo and stuff. Right. And to do that, you have to hunt animals and most of the time it's fairly typical hunting you know deer or elk or you know and then they'll get a little more exotic like in three you would do like komodo dragons and shit like that but there were also sharks that you had to hunt and i hated that shit man and then that's because shark's an easy villain it's because he's terrifying and like uh sharks are terrifying the uh, assassin's creed 4 did sharks um Fucking Batman Arkham City had a shark in it. Giant crazy shark. Like. <laughs> uh, Grand Theft Auto Five has sharks in it. Like, enough with the fucking sharks, guys. You're trying to give me a goddamn heart attack. See, and I'm that guy that's like, ooh, I hope they have sharks in it to kill. Oh, and I'm like the guy that's <laughs> like, uh, do I really have to fuck with the sharks or can I avoid oh, that? In Assassin's Creed Four, when you get to spear the sharks, like when I'm you're, cool with that because you're not cool. underwater. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. Like, even back in the Nintendo 64 days uh, with Shadows of the Empire, there was an underwater segment where you fought a Dianoga. And you know what the Dianoga is. In the trash compactor, the eyeball that comes oh, yeah, out, yeah, yeah. you fought one of those things, and, like, you see what it looked like under the water, and it's basically, like, a giant mass of tentacles and stuff. Man, it fucking freaked me out. You know what I mean? And you're talking about 
graphics that are not realistic at all. Yeah. And at the time, I thought they were pretty dope. But anyway, back to Star Wars. So there was a rumor that hit the web this week pertaining to Episode Eight, And I know this seems silly to talk about, considering we don't even have Episode Seven yet. But apparently, Benicio Del Toro is in line for a villain role in Episode Eight, a quote-unquote major villain role. I'd be okay with that. I'd be okay with that, too. He's not like... It's not like when I hear Benicio Del Toro, I'm like, fuck yes. Right. That dude is ballin'. Uh, you know, give me some Benicio Del Toro. I, I just... I, I don't just, like him, or I don't. I don't hate him. I don't love him. You know what I mean? Yeah. If he if he pulls off a good villain, I'm down. But that makes me wonder. Like, so they're going to in- introduce another major villain. You got to figure that if you've got General Hux played by Dom All Gleason, Captain Phasma by Christy Golden, or no, that's the lady who wrote the damn Star Wars book. Uh, Gwendolyn Christie is Captain Phasma. Kylo Ren. Yeah. And uh, Andy Serkis is Snoke. I doubt all four of those dudes make it through the first one. You, you don't have, think? I mean, if they do, you're going to add another, a fifth major villain in Benicio Del Toro's character? You see what I'm saying? The more villains you have, the more villains you can foil, but... Yeah, I mean, that's true. I mean, in Especially if they're setting up for movies past this continuity. Like past these three? I mean, yeah, that's true. Uh, I mean, that's nowhere near confirmed or even been talked about. I just got a feeling like Disney's not going to end it at episode nine. They may take like a two year break and then do an episode 10 and they may start a new saga. But I mean, they just created fresh characters to work with. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'll be interesting to see because, you know, it goes one of two ways. You can either go the Robert Downey Jr. route where you get a really iconic pop culture role like Iron Man and you play it and you, and you just you do it you well keep, come ba- keep coming back or like Hugh Jackman as Wolverine uh-huh. like how many Captain, times Johnny Depp as Captain Jack Sparrow yeah I mean they're doing a fifth one of those yeah. right now I mean those aren't really my thing but once again like I mean I was just the yeah, thing I mean, here, the, that's what you're talking exactly. about exactly or you can go the you know sort of Michael Keaton route where you play Batman twice and then a don't come Batman. back yeah don't come back for the third you yeah. know what I mean um, I'm pretty sure, like, the main characters of The Force Awakens have probably been signed to multi-picture deals, at least three movies. It'll be interesting to see if after those three movies, if they wanted to do another trilogy, how interested, say, John Boyega and Daisy Ridley will be to come back. You know? It probably really depends on what other acting work they get, you know, besides Star Wars. I think that's very Wars. true. With a... a, a second new trilogy then you can start introducing more I, honestly i just want new enumerated saga films from now until the time i kick the bucket if the last if star wars episode 23 comes out on you know the day before i die the day before i die so i can see it right like that makes there you go yeah, yeah. if i can see that and then they're like this is the last star wars movie i'll be perfectly fine with that like keep, I love sequels, man. Like, keep giving me as long as it's good. Keep giving me kick-ass Star Wars. You're like an old lady with your stories. I'm watching my Star Wars. Right, right. <laughs> um, I mean, obviously, who knows if? I mean, it probably won't go that far. It I, will stay relevant as long as it is profitable. Yeah, and that is the world that we live in. I mean, Star Wars is historically very profitable. So there's, you know, there will be that. people reinventing it down the road and. 
probably putting their own style on. I think 50 years from now, 20, maybe less than that, maybe 20 years from now for a new generation, I think they'll remake, reboot. I think they'll reboot from the beginning. They'll recast. I'll be interested to see how I feel about that when that happens, when or if that happens. But, I mean, you got to think, the first, the original Star Wars came out damn near 40 years ago. Yeah. And we still haven't hit a reboot. Rebooting is sort of a a more modern concept. That's what I'm saying, though. So, yeah, I don't know. I'll be interested to see, like I said, if that happens, how I feel about it. Will I be like, no, fuck that, they're remaking Star Wars. Or will I be like... Star Wars, got to see it. That's exactly how you'll be. I'm, I probably, know you. Probably. Unless um, you've had your consciousness downloaded into a robot, and the robot makes a different decision. Well, see, that's the difference. The robot if it's my consciousness, it's going to make the same decision. We could have a whole I know, episode I know, devoted to I'm this telling discussion. you, all I have to, what is, I can't remember the year that they said, and it's, you know, hypothetical, of course, that we need to make it to before we hit the singularity, I just, where we can have our consciousness downloaded to a robot. I will have it done. I just don't believe human consciousness should be downloaded into a robotic form. Well, we'll see. I'm I ain't going to be pretty sure there's something lost in translation there. Maybe not, man. Maybe not, but and, and, and it'll be ghost in the shell world where there I'll are tell no you more this, real like, people. If it's just me, like if all my friends and family and say Jesse are like, no, I'm not doing that. I ain't going to do it because I don't want to be without ever. That's lonely like Highlander. robot. You don't want to be like, lonely robot, ooh, man. Like, it's like that Queen song, Who Wants to Live Forever. Who wants to live forever. I'll let you handle the singing because I can not no, fucking dude. sing. That Queen song, though. Oh, I mean, you want to talk about a badass soundtrack to a badass movie. Highlander. Fucking, Highlander. Highlander is a great movie. The original. Yeah. I love the Highlander. There can be only one. And that's, that's one of those movies that's getting remade. And is it again, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, let's just remake everything. Let's just remake everything. Yeah, I mean, Highlander is... I mean, it, I get it, it's dated. It's dated, and I like it, but it's not the world's biggest franchise. It better be a you master swordsman. You can't really sequelize Highlander at this point. It's reboot or nothing. And I'm sure the people that own the rights to Highlander, like, they don't want I don't know to if it was USA away. that put together the show. The Highlander show, but there was that's how I watched it when I was a kid. Duncan McLeod. Yeah, there's you fall into two, two camps in, in Highlander fandom. You're either a Connor McLeod fan or a Duncan, or a Duncan. And me, I'm a Connor fan. I see. I was a Duncan. I was a Duncan. I, I mean, and I, I got mad respect for, it, but his movies. You know, all I really have of Connor is the original and, and then, Endgame. You know, where it's the both of them. You haven't seen the other ones? I have, but like they're, they're not good. so messed up. And I Endgame, try not to think about them or watch them. Endgame is terrible. It is. Endgame is pretty bad. There's no way Duncan would fucking decapitate. I don't. I know. Ugh. I was mad. My dad and I went to see that movie because my dad liked those movies too. And when fucking Duncan McLeod killed Connor McLeod, I almost got up and left the theater. And I mean, I was pissed. the fact that you would have Connor McLeod just not want to be a Highlander anymore. Like, I just, uh, so tortured. Uh, did you ever see the Highlander animated series that ran for like one season? No. That was a third McCloud and it was set way, way in the future? No. Yeah. Was it any good? No. 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 That's probably why I don't like Probably why I haven't season. seen it. It was weird. Like back in the day, you used to get weird animated spinoffs of, of popular movies. Like, um, did you ever see the Back to the Future animated series? Yes, decent. It was actually decent. Where he had kids. Yeah, it was Doc set Brown after three had kids. Yeah, it was the the with Clara. 
It was the, they had yeah. the train. Yeah. There um, was the Men in Black cartoon. I never saw that. But they like like I said, they did the Highlander. Ghostbusters had a cartoon. Oh yeah, which was awesome. The yep. real Ghostbusters. That's probably the height of animated spinoff series, I gotta say. When I was a kid, that was my Saturday morning thing was oh, watching man. the real Ghostbusters. That's my Saturday morning thing was animated Spider Man animated x-men back to back and if you got up real early you could, you could get iron man or fantastic four fantastic the, four the hulk yeah but you better be up early dude. yeah early early but oh yeah man i used to um really get into those that's i liked the x-men and comic books before then but those hit in like 94 that was my x-men bible Pretty yeah much, you know, me for too me growing up and then you know it, it didn't com- perfectly follow x-men continuity but they did some pretty ballsy stuff with that show where they did like the dark phoenix storyline and shit. they did the dark phoenix that and that whole... brought in the aliens the uh, yeah the shiar empire yeah phalanx uh and then savage islands i'm trying to think of other cool back in the 80s they had the droids show and the ewok show those just did not gain steam popularity they didn't wise. ewoks was kind of like a care bears type thing and droids was a little better I'm, I'm sure there's fans of those series out there i like them okay just from a sort except of except that it's about the droids yeah it's not as there's not a kick-ass element there you need a hero yeah. to kick some ass every now and then um i mean you did have boba fett appear in one episode of droids but even still that's not like one boba fett appearance is not enough to make that shit fucking stick out to me you know what's crazy i've actually looked into a I want to say around the time that they first put the original trilogy out on DVD, they put out DVD sets of droids and Ewoks. And I don't think it's the full series or anything. It's just several episodes. And I didn't get them at the time. I was a broke college student. So I was like, I'll get the original trilogy and I'll get these at some point for my collection. And I never did. And those things are pricey now. Like I've looked into getting them just to get them. You can actually, uh, you know, the Gindy... Terracosti, Koski, yeah. Star Wars, Clone Wars. Those yes. are pricey online now because they're discontinued. Yeah, I've got both of them. Yeah, me too. I'm glad I got those. Um, <clears throat> like droids and Ewoks, that's one of those things that I just don't see Disney reprinting or redoing. You know what I mean? I, yeah. Like, what's the use? Yeah, what's it's the not point? canon. Maybe they'll tack those in on the special features well, of that, some complete saga. You right. Know? That yeah. makes me wonder. For a while, we heard rumors that didn't really pan out, although they still could, of a Star Wars app, almost like a WWE Network-style app. That's pretty much, from what I understand, folded into Disney. Right. Like if you go to the Disney app, you have access to all of that. Well, I think you if you do that, uh, you still have to buy digital versions of Star Wars. But you know what's fucked up is, let's say you buy the digital version of Star Wars and then transfer those over to the Disney movie app. You can't transfer A New Hope over because Fox owns A New Hope in perpetuity, which means they own it from now until they want to get rid of the rights or just now until the end of time. I think they're probably holding Disney out for it. That's their, like, yeah, their last toe in the... In the Star Wars waters. Like, if Disney ever wants to do a complete saga set, they still got to, you know, throw pony up or you know pony up for the perpetuity rights you know yeah like you got to figure 
Fox is sitting back like, how bad do you really want it? Right. And you know it's really got to get under Disney's skin because not only do they have, you know, the rights to A New Hope, they also have X-Men and Fantastic Four, which I'm sure Disney would really like for the Marvel Universe. You know, they they worked out that deal with Sony to be able to use... Spider-Man. So maybe they'll do something like that eventually with the X-Men and the Fantastic Four. I'm sure they will eventually. So we've got a couple other Star Wars things to cover. Uh, this one, I just like this story, man. I think it's a weird, one of those weird, quirky little stories that you hear about Star Wars. But this was, this comes from Variety. and uh, Which art- has been doing a lot of Star Wars stuff yep. nowadays. Broke the, Chris, the Caitlyn Jenner story. And this is what they had to say. Michael Jackson wanted to play Jar Jar Binks in Star Wars. So let that just sink in for a second. So apparently, this came... From an interview that Ahmad Best, the guy that played Jar Jar, did in Vice. And apparently, maybe sometime during the making of The Phantom Menace, he, George Lucas, and Natalie Portman all went to a Michael Jackson concert. Imagine that crew. The guy that played Jar Jar Binks, Natalie Portman, and George Lucas at a Michael Jackson Michael concert. Jackson concert. And they went backstage and were talking to Michael Jackson. And George Lucas introduced Ahmad Best as hey, this is who's playing Jar Jar. And I guess Ahmad Best thought that was weird that he introduced him as Jar Jar, so he asked George why he wanted to do that. And George told him that it was because Michael Jackson was inter- uh, was interested in playing Jar Jar in, like, prosthetic makeup like he did for Thriller and stuff. So, like, imagine that in the movie. I can't. Oh, oh my God. I just... <clears throat> and look... <clears throat> As a kid of the 80s, man, did I love some Michael Jackson. I'll still jam Michael Jackson. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, king of pop. You know what? Uh, I joke around with our buddy Steve <clears throat> that he's the bearer of bad news sometimes, to me especially, because he called me the day Michael Jackson died to break the news to me. I didn't know. I was driving, and like he knew I was a Michael Jackson fan, so he called me up. He's also who told me about... Um, Harrison Ford's plane crash recently. Yeah. Like, and something else, he broke some bad news to me. Oh, Tracy Morgan. I'm a, I like Tracy Morgan, the comedian, a lot. Yeah. He called me about his, like, that real serious wreck that he got in a few months back. It's and like Steve just likes to take the people you like and let you know that they're dying. I, no, it's not. It's not <laughs> that he gets, play. like, a sick just enjoyment, like, oh, Steve, shit. I'm just kidding. I'm going to wreck Halls' day. Oh, tell, shit. Oh, this is going to be awesome. It's more just like, I know holy you like this shit, dude. Did I you should know let Halls yeah, know. I know. I'm just and plus, Steve knows that I'll bother him with random bullshit information like that. Like, oh, my God, did you hear about Tracy Morgan? So, you know, he knows I would We're be We're all fanboys. We like to yeah. talk about the same shit. So, yeah, Michael Jackson as Jar Jar. Just no, imagine it. I mean, look. I just can't even imagine him having to do that dialogue. Right. I wonder if it made him think of, like, the Wiz. Because he was the scarecrow in the right. Wiz. He thought he was going to be funny, dancey, silly. Oh, man. It, it, that's a given. Like, if you have Michael Jackson playing Jar Jar, he dances a little. Like, right? There's a right. Jar Jar dance number. Right. With the Gungans. And yep. they're like... Shh. They're popping and locking right. and doing all kind of stuff. Moonwalking Gungans. They all got hats you. on. Some sort of hats. Some crazy sort of Star Wars fedora. Oh, oh, George. Let me play. Let me play Jar Jar. I like that character. Let me play him. Let me play him. I'll be... Hey, squeeze me. <laughs> you know, my dad is convinced that that was just an affect that 
that Michael Jackson put on as a public persona, like the soft spoken, like I'm Michael Jackson. I'm Michael Jackson. My dad thought that that was all a put on. I don't think it was. If it was, it was the most expertly crafted and pulled off put on. But my dad is convinced that, like in his private life, Michael Jackson would just just be like, "Hey man, hand me that, hand me that drink over there." Eating Cheetos with one hand, handing his <laughs> pants in the other, one watching TV, got a cold his, beer sitting on the counter, scratching his vitilago balls. <laughs> vitilago balls. No, it is quite clear that Michael Jackson was odd. Uh, yeah, that's even in life. his own personal time. So the other thing that I wanted to talk about uh, before we close out the show, there's this really cool thing going on in the UK right now called Secret Cinema, and what you do, it's really expensive. I think it's something like seventy five pounds. I don't know what that converts to in US dollars, but you sign up and you get tickets, and they send you an email with a secret location, and they give you a role to play. And they suggest that you come in costume. And when you go, you just show up in this, like, old warehouse. And there's people decked out. It's like a a Star Wars experience. Like, you go, and there's stormtroopers, and they're harassing rebels. And it's basically, from what I saw, there's a video you can look up. Um, CNN did a a story on it that you can look up. And I think they actually did a trailer. They were keeping it real hush hush where they were not letting people take pictures and stuff for a while, but they're finally letting some video out. And it looks like you're basically transported into star Wars. Yeah. The whole warehouse is made to look like a a Tatooine market or stuff or something. There's people selling stuff and land speeders will come through and, you know, stormtroopers will harass rebels and fights will break out and there's prisons and, you know, dudes dressed as Wookiees. It's just the imagine a full on interactive Star Wars fan experience. Almost like medieval times, but Star Wars. That'd be crazy. And then you hang around, have some cocktails or whatever, participate, play your character, and then after that you get led into a screening of The Empire Strikes Back. So it's basically a really expensive movie ticket with some interactive fan elements. Okay. You see what I'm saying? I get what you're um, And I really suggest, if if nobody's seen it yet, to get online and check out the video of it. It's really cool. And something that I saw that I was immediately like, damn, I wish they did that around here. I don't know. I say that, but then I get there, and I'd probably be too shy to interact and, and play in character. I did a, you know, those murder mystery, like, dinners. I yeah. did one of those. A buddy of mine actually had one of those for his birthday, like his 21st birthday back in the day. And, man, I'm just too awkward for that kind of shenanigans. You need to be the right level of drunk. A couple couple cocktails will help you ride out with that. (laughs) Like, And it's all people besides my buddy Mike who I didn't know. So, like, you know what I'm saying? I'd go, and there's all these people I don't know, and they're all playing characters. And I'm supposed to be like, I think my character was a guy that had just gotten out of jail. So, you know, everybody's going to think it's me. I just got out of jail. And I just, I don't know, man. I, like, I did drama cat class in high school fucking sucked at it we did this dumbass play and i i messed up one of my um only major lines like i didn't have a whole lot of lines my line was perhaps you should join me on the donkey father <laughs> like there's a kid my buddy chris playing my my dad in the play and i fucked it up and said perhaps you should join me on the donkey or perhaps you should join me on the father donkey and the whole auditorium I mean, obviously, I just fucked up, just cracks up laughing and shit, right? 
And then I was devastated. Like, it, this is like a small high school. Like, my graduating class had 17 people. Yeah. So, you know, everybody was there that was in my class. And it was just fucking embarrassing. And then the next year, I was like, you know what? I, I won't let it fucking get to me that much. I'll do drama two or whatever next year. And the first day of drama two, I went in and the drama teacher was like, okay, this year we're going to do a musical. And I just turned around and left. I was not going to do a fucking musical. Okay. (laughs) Fuck that. I can't sing. I can't dance. I'm not doing a musical. You're not going to be the glee kid in the wheelchair. (laughs) Right. Right. No. Uh, No. And knowing my luck, uh, and of course, because I went to uh, a really religious Southern Baptist school, which is weird because my parents aren't Southern Baptist. They're Catholic. Yeah. So they basically, they were like sending, um, that's like sending, a, trying to think of a good analogy. That's like you, if your parents are Rebel Alliance and they send you to the Imperial Academy. <laughs> like, I don't know if people know that, but Southern Baptist people do not like Catholics. Oh, this kid, this is the Catholic kid. And there were like, three or four catholic kids in our school you know the degnans jennifer degnan and her brothers yeah those were the other catholics jennifer degnan's hot we'll just leave that in there oh yeah you can edit that out if you want to no that's that's i didn't say it you you tell me if you want me to edit it no let's keep going for all i know she listens i don't know she doesn't listen no she's got better things to do than listen to a star Star wars Wars podcast Podcast. i don't (laughs) That's why my Millennium Falcon is in the closet. That's That's why it's not displayed on the shelf in my room. Oh, man. I think you got to get over that and uh, expose that shit. Oh, I know. I know. I know. I just don't have a big enough shelf. You're hanging out with a lady that likes Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah, so display that thing. And then uh, uh, when she comes in, she'll be like, oh, look. And you'll be like, you don't know the Millennium Falcon? It'll do the Kessel Run in less than 12 parsecs. And she could be like, would it help if I got out and pushed? <laughs> it might. It might. <laughs> and she'll be yelling at me to get this walking carpet out of her way. <laughs> uh, so, like I was saying, like, knowing my luck, and this wouldn't have happened, but they would have wanted to do Grease. And there's few things I hate in this world more than Grease. I hate Grease. I got chills. No, come on, man. I hate Grease. <laughs> I hate the music in Grease. I hate the setting of Greece. I hate everything about Greece. Uh, fuck Greece. Yeah. Are you listening to me, Greece fans? Look, be be into what you're, but stop singing that goddamn soundtrack around me. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about Greece Lightning or Olivia Neutron. What you did, Summer Lovin', and some bullshit. That movie sucks, dick. Scientology ass John Travolta. Mm. Well, anyway, I think that'll do it for this week. Uh, Sometimes you just got to let it out. Man, I, I'm telling you, I've got hate in my heart for Greece. If you and, have hate in your heart, and let it, it comes, out. It comes from a cousin of mine, Brooke, and my mom were so into the fucking Grease soundtrack when I was a kid. And we would go to Memphis sometimes, and they would just fucking blare. You're the one that I want. Oh, God. Oh, it makes me want to pull my hair out. Oh. And you know, a lot of people be like, what's your favorite movie of all time? Star Wars. What's your least favorite movie? Grease. Grease is my least favorite movie of all time. Now, honey. Grease. There's nothing wrong with little Grease. House, you need to like Grease. I watch Star Wars. (laughs) Need to watch Grease with me. Hell, hell. On DVD. 
<laughs> my mom says DVD in a very specific way that I always give her a little shit about. DVD. Oh, Hoss, I know you like those widescreen DVDs. I don't understand it. They got bars on the bottom and the top. Here, <laughs> I love my mom. I do that. The best. (laughs) And for anyone that's like, man, that's kind of a mean impression. It's not. It's just the impression I do of my mom to my mom. Yeah, she's used to it. Um, But anyway, thanks for coming and recording with me, buddy. Absolutely, I love recording. I'm sorry uh, that it hasn't been exactly a super packed Star Wars news week, but that gives us an opportunity to talk about other things. Sharks and how much I've watched a lot of Comic Con videos lately. Yeah, yeah. It's cool seeing Comic-Con panels and what everybody has to say. And Yeah, I mean, honestly, uh, I need to get over this Force Awakens hump. It's really hard for me to care about anything until that. Yeah. I need to get over that first one. Well, watch the Bob's Burgers Comic-Con oh, panel. That might I'll help definitely you out check. a little I bit. I mean, look, that's not saying I'm not going to get excited about some Bob's Burgers or some Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty a thousand times. Rick and Morty. www.rickandmorty.rickandmorty.com. Rick and Morty to the end of the world. Rick and Morty a thousand times. Rick and Morty. Or, you know, anything else I'm into. But, like, this, anytime, like, a movie that's come out this uh, summer that I've been vaguely excited about, it's still kind of like, yeah, that was awesome, but I sure wish it was Star Wars. (laughs) I think once the first one comes out and... You know, I have that first new jolt of Star Wars, then I can, you know, calm you're down. Jones and for your fix is what you're doing. I mean, let's be honest. That's part of the reason I wanted to do this podcast was to pass the time and make it a little easier. I think it's been a positive placement of both our energies. I think it has too. So if anybody hey, out if there, you dig what we do, yeah. you really like what we do, you dig it. If anybody out there really likes what we're doing and you have friends or family that are in the Star Wars podcast, give them a recommendation. We'd like to grow the audience a little bit. It's growing. We're definitely seeing that. We're getting, you know, more response. And we really appreciate our listeners that write in or tweet in. We actually had uh, Evan uh, from last week, the guy that wrote in last week, say that uh, because of us and making Star Wars' podcast, that he's going to start his own Star Wars podcast. So that's cool and to that's hear. that's really great, man. We look forward to listening to it. Yeah, man. I, I actually sent him a, a tweet and let him know that if he needs any help getting it set up, to just let me know. Because that's, that's the one thing, like... We sort of winged it at first. And we did. We're falling into the groove now and getting everything figured out, but we could have used a little advice at first. A little Obi-Wan. So, you know, I'd be down to do that. And if you guys have any questions, definitely email us. Like I said, it's blueharvestpodcast at gmail.com. And, uh, oh, and another thing. Please, if you guys have a chance, have the time, rate and review us on iTunes. That helps us out a lot. And once again, thanks to Goose for the new gear. Goose, Goose, go, 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 pain. And uh, thanks to Stoned Cobra for the new theme song. If you like the theme song and you want to hear more of what they got, uh, check them out at stonedcobra.com. And for Blue Harvest, I'm Hals Burkhart. And I'm Will Witten. May the Force be with you. May the Force be with all of you. May the Force be with us.